Hi, and welcome to Math Amusings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math Amusings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math Amusings. Today's date is Friday, December 10th, 2021. This is broadcast number 28 of our show. And part two of the series we began last week, which is Things One Must Do Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I said that I had a list of uh, 78 things you must do during that month. I got through the first 30. I'm going to continue with that list uh, today. If you missed the first 30, well, through the magic of the internet and how podcasts work, you can go back and uh, immediately listen to that one before you do this one. You can get caught up. I did the first 30. It was uh, TV shows and movies, mostly. Uh, beginning with number 31, uh, this says uh, certain things you'll want to eat or drink. Again, this is the way we ring in the holiday. I hope you're having a good holiday season. It, it's my favorite time of year. There's no question. I've uh, spoken about this previously that the thing I love about the month of December is that pretty much uh, you know, everyone is, is acting like me. Like the way I do 12 months a year, I try to do everything, see everything, go everywhere, like buy a lot of stuff, uh, you know, try to work a lot, play a lot, have fun. I'm doing that 12 months a year. Man, everyone does that during December, right? Everyone's busy. Everyone's making money and spending money. This is how it should work. few things you're going to want to spend your money on are listed right here. Number 31 on my list. Uh, things you want to eat or drink, 31 is Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the beverage of Christmas. Yes, I realize you can get Coca-Cola anywhere, any time of year. It just tastes better at Christmas time. Do yourself a favor. And I, I know I've talked about this one before. This is why these things take multiple weeks because even one thing on my list, I get going off on a tangent. And five minutes later, I realize I've only gone through one thing. So if you've read my blog, you would know this already, that... Um, I'm often asked, like, well, like, what, what do you prefer? You're, you're soda drinker. Do, do you prefer Pepsi or Coke? That's a classic parlor question. And uh, there's, there's the Philistine answer, of course, in which you could say either one is the more sophisticated answer. Um, I like to think of myself as an insightful person. Here's the more insightful answer. That, uh, well, it depends. It depends on what kind of mood I am in. Pepsi and Coke are not interchangeable. They are completely different beverages. They have completely different tastes. Pepsi is a word. I mean, Pepsi is sweeter. I mean, Coke has more of a, a bite to it. In general, I enjoy drinking that during the wintertime, whereas uh, Pepsi is a little bit smoother. I, I enjoy that in the warmer weather. I enjoy drinking Pepsi in summer and Coke in winter. That's why Coca-Cola lends itself so well to uh, Christmas time. That's why it is the beverage of Christmas. Food of Christmas is probably this, and number 32 on our list, an old-school, regular peppermint candy cane. There are so many different flavors of candy cane available to you today, and I've talked about this a million times before, too, like unusual food items. And I, I love looking for, like, unusual Oreos, unusual Pop-Tarts, unusual, uh, you know, styles of, of potato chips, anything. Like, when I was a kid, you know, an Oreo was an Oreo. Now there's four different kinds. Same with candy canes. To me, the best one is the original red and white. Gotta have one. 
Number 33. I had to look this up. These are called Christmas nougats. Those white nougat candies with the tree image in the center. It's like a red around the edge and they got a picture of a tree in the middle. Yeah, those things. Love those things. Just pure sugar. Number 34, those cheap shortbread cookies that are dyed pink or green. And this is surprisingly delicious. Now, you can usually get them at like Family Dollar or Big Lots and you know, like a big box for two bucks. Not to be confused with those ones that come in the blue tins. Uh, number 35 is those cookies that come in the blue tins. It's the, the, the royal dance. You know, like you, you'll know it if you see it. The blue tin cookies. It's shortbreads. Those, definitely. Number 36, a chocolate orange. Terry's chocolate orange. Why do they not sell these all year round? And another one that I have seen uh, different flavors. Like a few years ago, they branched out. They, they started doing like the dark, dark chocolate version. They've got a few other varieties available now. If, if I were looking at, uh, well, either a store shelf or if I were looking at this online, I'd, I'd rattle off the different flavors they have. But uh, the, there's at least three or four different kinds that they have now. To me, the, the original one is the best. Number 37, a chocolate bar wrapped to look like a $100 bill or something like $1,000, a million dollars. Got to be wrapped like, like it's money. And same question, why do they not sell these things all year round? Number 38, Martinelli's Sparkling Cider. You must be Martinelli's. I know there are other like off brands of these things. Nope, got to be name brand Martinelli's, even if it's, you know, 50 cent more. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. I usually go uh, generic brand, but no, this one's worth it. Number 39, cinnamon rolls for breakfast. Either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, you got to have cinnamon rolls for breakfast. And number 40, crescent rolls for dinner. Got to be, got to be crescent rolls for dinner either on Christmas Eve or on Christmas Day. Number 41, sometime in the month of December, you must make s'mores. Homemade, preferably prepared outside, but inside if you must. Number 42, one of those Reese's peanut butter trees. Yes, it's the same as a peanut butter cup, uh, but in the shape of a tree, it's, it's just better somehow. And um, I say it's the same, but you know, some of these things are not the same. And, and Reese's has kind of gone off the deep end. Um, recently, I've got one there was <laughs> crunched up potato chips inside a Reese's cup. Uh, extra like peanuts inside a peanut cup with peanut butter on the outside too. Like that one says the peanut overload. The ones with the trees, um, I think like you could measure the, the chocolate to peanut butter ratio. I think the chocolate around the tree it, to me seems thinner. Like you, you might be getting more peanut butter per chocolate on those tree ones. I'd, I'd have to like get out something to measure it. Uh, but yeah, got to be in the shape of a tree. Number 43, stove pop, stove top popcorn. Popcorn must be made on the stove. Do not put your popcorn in the microwave. Because uh, your colleagues will uh, appreciate the fact you're not uh, stinking up the microwave too. Either strung up or eaten or both, stove top popcorn. Number 44, hot chocolate. Yes, of course, I would drink hot chocolate in July also, but you, yeah, do it up during the month of December, hot chocolate. Number 45, this was a relatively recent addition to my list. However, it harkens back to something I remember doing in the 80s. My only childhood memory of my father's parents' house eating potato chips and sour cream and onion dip on Christmas Eve. 
from one of those like like garish uh, 1970s era green chip and dip bowl set. Now any bowl will do, but you got to have chips and dip. I know you could have this at any time, but like make a celebration of it, Christmas time, a la uh, Morris and Loretta O'Connell, circa you know 1986. Number 46, peppermint stick ice cream. I believe it's Perry's that makes this. I know when I see it, there's there's other brands out there, but the official peppermint stick ice cream, got to have that sometime in the month of December. 47, eggnog. And you may have seen this one on my blog. I got to remember what it's called. This was at Target. It was, uh, they're advertising, it wasn't eggnog. It was plant-based oat milk holiday nog <laughs> yeah uh the word egg was not in there um <laughs> from from the generation that brings you you know quote unquote coffee you know not from a pot but uh, you know the eight dollar macchiato frosted cappuccino skip milk you know ridiculous uh same thing uh it's uh, classic eggnog and then 48 uh grown-up eggnog if you are of age Next section is things to hear. Other than, I mentioned this last time, you want to start your holiday season by listening to Frank Sinatra's uh, A Jolly Christmas for Frank Sinatra. These four albums must be listened to in their entirety. Number 49, Vince Guaraldi Trio's A Charlie Brown Christmas, and accompanied uh, the television special. Number 50, Tony Bennett's A Swingin' Christmas. Uh, that was recorded with Count Basie and... Uh, Gentlemen, I saw a play a couple months ago, uh, Monty Alexander sitting in Basie's spot at the piano. Tony was 82 at the time. Man could still swing. He's 95 now. And uh, still still going, still playing. <laughs> or at least, at least he was on the day that I recorded this. I record these things a, a few days before they air. Number 51, Ella Fitzgerald. Ella, the album is called Ella Wishes You a Swingin' Christmas. It was recorded in 1960 and it was, yeah, it was half a century before another Christmas album swung that hard. And then 52, you can find this one on Spotify. Uh, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's like Burl Ives and Company. It's a full-length album that gives you the songs from the Rudolph 1964 Christmas special and then they've got extra like instrumental bonus tracks on there and other musical cues and stuff that were not part of the original, are not part of the holiday special. You're hearing them in, in their entirety. It's, it's fantastic. I would listen to that one in August. And then 1953, same thing. I would listen, or yeah, 1953. Number 53, same thing. I would listen to this anytime. My own Christmas playlist on Spotify. I've got about six hours of holiday music on there right now. I just, you don't listen to it all in one shot, but I just constant constantly ringing ringing out i've got uh, my own you know personal set list of my favorite christmas songs now other things to see hear taste read do or experience number 54 you want to take a trip out towards great falls check out the red lights lining georgetown parkway that's route 193 virginia route 993 at crops crops that is the name of the establishment crop k-r-o-p i imagine is the uh, surname of the family that owns the place crops crops and uh, number 55 related you want to get a tree from there too so now for years 
I moved here in 2011. Just coming up on my, uh, actually, today, today of all days, December 10th, 2011, was the day I officially started paying for, my wife and I started officially starting paying for our apartment in Leesburg, and then we moved in uh, a couple weeks later. At the time, I remember just picking up a, a cheap, you know, 20 or $30 tree in a Walmart parking lot, or, um, you know, not, not too far from my house, I'd go to, like, Safeway buy a tree and I would see those you know 60 70 80 dollar 100 dollar trees out at crops crops and I, wow those things are beautiful and then uh, yeah a few years ago I got to the point in life where I thought to myself I can afford this I can afford this I am getting a tree from crops crops that's when you that's when you know you've made it in life that's when you know you've made it uh, number 56 is red stripes on my front porch pillars. And this happens as soon as the sun goes up, day after Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I've got like eight foot tall candy canes outside my house. You're wondering why I get to do this rather than everyone else. You know why I get to do this? I get to do this because I was the person in my neighborhood who thought of this first. Yep, if you think of it first, like, ooh, put red stripes around your white pillars out front, it's going to look like a candy cane. Yep, I get to do it because I thought of it first. Number 57, I wish I thought of this one first. Take a journey out to the Meadowlark Botanical Gardens in Vienna. That's uh, Vienna, Virginia, um, not Austria. And walk through the Winter Walk of Lights. It's, it's worth the walk. It is um, worth your experience. And then uh, related, number 58, you want to drive through the bull run, yeah, that bull run, like where, where the battle was, uh, no longer raging. Their festival of lights, this is in Centerville, Virginia. Amazingly, even better than the walkthrough one at Meadowlark, and, you know, seen from the comfort of your car. My son always appreciates that one. Um, both of those things have, like, you know, hot chocolate and apple cider set up at the end, um, which, uh, which they weren't doing last year, COVID restrictions, but are now back on it. Very excited to uh, see both of those. Um, and then, uh, well, geez, we're going to have to continue next week again. It'll have to be part three. Part three, we got we got up to number 58. Uh, next week, join me again for more uh, things one must do between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I appreciate your tuning in today. You've been listening to Math and Musings. Math and Musings is uh, presented by Mike O'Connell. That's me. For more information or contract, contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.